By now, you've probably heard the heartbreaking news about the school in Texas. Uh, the home stretch of the school year, parents, kids getting excited for summer, and now a horrific tragedy, and another one, and uh, a senseless and barbaric and evil school shooting, another one. My family's been counting down the days until summer break, until a, a summer road trip, but for now too many families, the summer's not going to be the same and life is not going to be the same. And I don't know about you, what you know about this story, what you feel about this story, how close you are to this story, but I, as a Christian, I ask myself, what can I do? What do I do? The, the world just, this happens too often and it's too too tragic. What can we do to change it? And I suppose there's there's a lot of answers to that question. There's prayer. Some people dismiss it, thoughts and prayers, but the Bible says that prayer is powerful and it's effective. Prayer can change people's hearts. So we pray and we have needed discussions about what keeps our schools the safest, what keeps this country as safe as can be. Those are needed, necessary conversations. But there's one thing I want to focus on today that I don't want you to miss, not on this day and not on any day, and that's hope. If there's one thing that God's people can do during moments like this, it's hope. And I'm not talking about general American hope. I'm talking about biblical hope. You know what that is? You know, general hope is just a wish and a want. I, I hope it's nice weather. I, I hope the summer goes great. But biblical hope is something that's solid and guaranteed and for sure. In fact, my definition for hope is a for sure future. It's this belief because God has made a promise that it will get better. That these days can break our hearts and, and make us weep and mourn and grieve, but it won't always be like this. We have hope that the Jesus who came once to save us from our sins is going to come again to save us from this. And the Bible says he's going to wipe away every tear and he's going to mend every heart. He's going to put all the things back together. He's going to make things new because we can't live like this forever. So there's this great passage about hope I want to share with you today. Romans 15 says this, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. In this passage, the Apostle Paul doesn't just call him God. He calls him the God of hope. Like God is famous for giving us hope. And he's giving us the Holy Spirit, not just so that we have a little hope, but we overflow with it, that we believe so much in our hearts, it just comes out of our mouths and into our lives. It, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. There, there are labor pains in this tragic, broken, sinful world, but it will get better. The, the child will come. Jesus will come back to make all things new. Now, when I think about that passage, I, I think about a, a mom from our church who lost a kid too. Um, I was actually working on a, a book project about a year ago and I was asking some friends, is there any one passage in the Bible that's become a really big deal in your life, a huge blessing? And and this mom opened up with the story of her daughter that she lost. Just a, a tragedy that a, a few of you will understand. You know, little girl that she loved so deeply. And then I think at three years of age, she lost her. And what what do you do when when the grief is so close and so personal? She told me that there was one passage that got her family through it. This one. 
And she could cite out of the overflow of her heart these words, May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. God got this grieving mother through it then and he can do that for us now. So whether you're grieving someone you lost in this tragedy or or just grieving another headline about another tragedy, I I want you to turn to the God of hope who made a promise that it will get better for those who trust in Jesus. I want you to hold on to him, hold on to hope because that's the gift that God has given us. I pray that we don't have to read, live through another story like this for a long time. But no, no matter if it happens or when it happens, hold on to God and believe it will get better. We do have hope. Let's pray. Oh God, we need you. We need you to restrain evil. We need you, as you say in the Psalms, to be close to those who are brokenhearted. We need you to keep your promise that your son would come back and make all things new. God, it it feels like it's getting worse. I don't know if that's true um, from a global perspective, but for many of us, it just feels like the love is growing cold, that things are getting worse. We, we can't live with these broken hearts, so we're holding on to you and we're holding on to hope. God, we pray boldly that you'd bring something good out of this senseless tragedy. We pray for justice. We pray for change. We pray that you would help us be safer and and better and more loving to each other like you have been to us. God, we can't do this without you. So as this passage says, by the power of your Holy Spirit, may you, the God of hope, fill us with the peace that we need, the joy that we need, and the hope that we need. As we trust not in ourselves and, and not in human beings, but as we trust in you, the God who is known for hope and who is known for love. We pray this all in the powerful name of your son, Jesus. Amen.